Hey everyone, and welcome to the New Visionary Podcast, a podcast for artists who are ready to reach greater heights in their art careers. I'm your host, Victoria J. Fry, founder of Visionary Art Collective and New Visionary Magazine. Join me for inspiring conversations with some of the most inspirational visionaries in today's art world. Let's jump in. Hey, beautiful, and welcome back. Today, we have a solo episode to round out this season of the new Visionary Podcast. Don't worry, we are coming back in the fall, but we're taking a short hiatus for this summer. So I wanted to sort of wrap up what has been a truly incredible season on this podcast by sharing essential strategies for growing your art career with joy and intention. Now, first, before I dive in, I just want to thank you for listening, for tuning in. We have had really incredible, mind-blowing conversations this season. I have had the pleasure of sitting down with some of the most amazing visionaries in the art world. We've had curators, artists, gallerists, educators, authors, creative entrepreneurs, and truly I have taken something away from every single conversation that I've had, and I hope that you have too. So for today's episode, focusing on joy and intention, I felt like this would be a relevant topic because many artists, many entrepreneurs that I've spoken with over the last month <laughs> have expressed that they are feeling tired. And I, I've spoken about this in previous episodes because I think that late spring, early summer is when many of us just start to feel a little bit run down, right? We start January, we hit the ground running when the new year arrives and it's go, go, go. And by the time May and June arrive, we are often feeling a little bit tired. We're feeling like our tank is a little low. And so if you are listening to this and you are feeling that way right now, the first thing I want to tell you is you are not alone, okay? You are absolutely not alone. And it's important to find strategies to kind of bring us back to a good place when we start to feel low energy, when we start to feel like we just need a break. And sometimes it is as simple as just carving out time to rest. But when we think about joy, when we think about intention, it's important to kind of first identify where we currently find joy in our day-to-day lives, where we find joy in our work as artists. And when it comes to intention, this is really about creating and designing an art career or you know, a creative business that you might be launching in a way that feels really intentional and authentic. So the first point that I want to touch on with you is celebrating the small wins because we do not do this enough. And I am guilty of this. I remind myself all the time that I need to slow down and pause and pat myself on the back for a moment because for many of us, we are showing up all the time and we are giving it our all. And it requires a lot to be a creative, 
it requires a lot to pursue a creative career when you are also juggling multiple responsibilities in your personal life, right? You might be a caretaker, you might have children, you might be working multiple jobs. There are so many things that we all have on our plates that we don't necessarily see when we hop on social media and you know, we're kind of scrolling through and we see all of these incredible artists and creatives making their work, but we're not always seeing the behind the scenes of what's actually happening. And we're certainly not seeing the day-to-day of what these artists and creatives are kind of grappling with, you know? It takes a lot to be an artist. It takes a lot to be a creative, whether you are a visual artist or a writer or you're involved in performing arts, it it takes a lot of energy because you're putting your heart and soul into something and then you're showing up and sharing it with the world. That in itself requires a tremendous amount of courage and bravery and ultimately vulnerability. So the first thing I would encourage you to do is recognize that for a moment and feel proud of yourself. In your day-to-day life, slow down just a little bit and really lean into those moments of joy. So if you are accepted into an exhibition, feel proud of yourself, celebrate that. If you made progress on a new painting, celebrate that. If you had had the opportunity to kind of step out for a moment and visit a gallery or you know, a museum, celebrate that. But you can even find joy in smaller ways, right? Like for me, it's often taking a short walk in the mornings and photographing some beautiful plants or trees that might serve as inspiration for my artwork, for my paintings later on down the road. That is something to celebrate. You know, it's those small moments throughout the day. This is something that I spoke a little bit about with Erica Hess in our podcast episode. And and I think those were sort of her parting words to us were make sure you you carve out time for joy. Make sure you, you remember to find joy in your daily life. And it's something that really resonated with me. It's also something that Brandy Hofer, who is an incredible Canadian artist, speaks about in her book, Color Me Happy. And, you know, it's just important to find those moments of joy because those moments keep us going. And I, I have to remind myself of this because sometimes, even on the days where there are no big exciting announcements uh, nothing super pro- super profound or groundbreaking is happening, right? It's just kind of a normal day. I try to find things that I'm really grateful for that day. Like it could have been something small. Um, it could be something kind that a, that a stranger said to me on the bus. It could be that I arrived at my studio and my studio neighbor greeted me with a smile. Um, It could be that I had a really positive interaction with an artist, that maybe I had, you know, 10 minutes on my lunch break to sketch a little bit, or I found just a little bit of time in the evening to work on a painting. Uh, You know, it's, it's these small moments. It really, really is. So slow down (laughs) a little bit. Um, 
I know it's not possible to always slow down in the way that we want. So I want to be careful when I give you that advice because the reality is that many of us do have a lot on our plates and we're not able to just hit the pause button. But what we can do is just become a little bit more tuned in to the small wins, right? Those small moments of beauty and joy in our day-to-day lives and I think you're going to find that the more you can notice those moments, the more you can tune into them, you are going to feel more joyful. You're going to feel more motivated and you're going to get a little bit of energy back. So the other thing I want to chat with you about, which is related to this, is keeping a corner of the studio for yourself. And by that, I mean Continue to embrace experimentation and creative exploration in your practice. So sometimes the way that I like to describe this is having two branches to your creative practice, your professional body of work that you um, post to social media, that you put on your website that you submit to various opportunities you want to be considered for, and then more of a personal branch where, you know, a little bit more, it's a little bit more focused on experimentation and fun and playfulness. Um, For some artists, this might look like a sketchbook practice. Um, I can share with you that for me, you know, I paint these very moody landscapes that really are centered on the relationship between place and memory and experience and perception. That is what I consider my professional body of work. But I also really like (laughs) painting these sort of childlike fairy tale illustrations. It's very relaxing for me. And it's something I just love doing. And who knows, sometimes you're more, um, exploratory body of work or, you know, branch to your creative practice, it might overlap with your professional body of work. You never know. You never know. And it's also okay if those things remain separate. But I think that sometimes as artists and as creatives, we feel a pressure to be creating the work producing as much as we can, putting it up for sale or getting it into an exhibition, sharing it with our audience, and then moving on to the next. And in a way, there is a truth to that if you are pursuing art as a full-time or part-time career. There is a level of that that's true in the sense that, you know, if you are working with a gallery, for example, you're going to be required to make a certain number of paintings and you know, there will be deadlines. Um, If you are selling a lot of work, then you're going to have to keep creating work. You're probably going to have to do it in in a timely manner. So there is a reality to this. I mean, you know, becoming a a full-time artist or or even just earning a a part-time living as an artist does require a certain amount of, you know, production and, and organization and sort of doing things on a, you know, I don't want to say a time crunch, but like being mindful of, of time. Yes. And, and that's actually why I think it's really important to have that second branch to your creative practice that really just allows you to create freely 
without the pressure of exhibiting and selling. And just a personal story that I'll share is I have intentionally taken um, almost three years now to just pause on selling and exhibiting my own work because I really felt in 20, sort of at the end of 2020 going into 2021, that I needed to allow myself to, and my work to grow and evolve without any pressure of selling or exhibiting. So I've given myself the gift of time to just focus on creating work that I feel is very authentic and very personal to me, but I don't think I would have been able to get there if I had have also been trying to exhibit and sell my work at the same time. I mean, I have sold a few pieces, you know, and that has been wonderful. I'm always grateful for that, but I, I needed that time. I just needed to give myself that gift to focus on my work and really see where it wanted to go. Now I'm getting to a place where I'm I'm getting ready to sell again. I'm getting ready to exhibit again. And that feels exciting. So the other thing I want to tell you that kind of relates to joy and intention is, is to be intentional in the sense that you are dialing into what you need at that moment, right? And you're listening to your intuition and you are trusting yourself. We have talked at length this season on the podcast with so many guests about the importance of trusting yourself and really listening to your intuition in these moments. And there's no right or wrong way to be an artist. That's kind of the beauty of it. There's no right or wrong way to be a creative person. There are just different options that you can have. And the option that you choose is you know, hopefully one that you feel intuitively is right for you. So the other thing I want to chat with you about, and, you know, this is also connected to being really intentional, is taking a look, an honest look at where you spend your time and kind of the direction that you're moving in your art career. So what I mean by that is, when it comes to making our work, there are different ways we can approach this. There are some artists who um, have very strict studio hours, and I'm laughing because I'm thinking of a friend of mine who is an absolutely amazing painter who logs her hours. And actually, there are a few artists I know that do this. You know, they clock in, they clock out, they track how many hours they are in the studio every week. And it helps to keep them accountable. And there are other artists who are a little bit more intuitive with, okay, I'm not feel, I don't feel like making my art today. Maybe I will tomorrow or I'll return to my creative work next week. I think that there's a balance that you can find, although it really is going to depend on what works best for you. For me, if I have a really tight schedule with making my work, it feels a little bit overwhelming because everything else that I'm doing is very, very tightly scheduled. But if I don't intentionally set any time aside and I just say to myself, you know what, I'll paint later, I'll paint when I feel like it, then unfortunately the painting does not happen. So I've sort of had to find this balance of, um, and I'm, I'm very much still working on this, 
but finding times that feel good to paint and doing the best that I can to show up and be present during those allotted times. And for me, that is the best way that I can make progress. It's also important if you are an artist who is actively submitting to opportunities with the goal of exhibiting your work on a larger scale, that you submit your work to opportunities that feel aligned to you and the work that you create, right? That's also part of being intentional. And I think that the more we can practice this in our careers as artists, right? And this this also applies to creative entrepreneurs. The more that you can really dial in and ask yourself, does this thing that I'm about to do, you know, this opportunity, there's so many things that this could apply to, but asking yourself, does this feel right? Does this feel aligned right now? Is this something that is going to benefit me? Is it something that is going to benefit the community that I'm serving? And ultimately, how is this going to impact me? You know, it's important to do this in a way where you're not overanalyzing <laughs> because that can also happen very quickly as well. But it's just taking a few moments when an opportunity arises or when you are creating your schedule for the week to do it in a way that feels good, uh, in a way that feels sustainable, right? So anytime I talk with artists about structuring their schedules, I ask them, what would feel good to you and what feels manageable to you? Because sustainability is at the core of all that we're doing. If we go too hard, too fast, we're going to burn out, right? We are going to crash and burn. But if we don't have a little bit of healthy pressure, what can happen is we might not make progress. The things that we that we want to do just might not get done. So it's finding that balance and it really is different for every artist. So I would encourage you to ask yourself, what is feeling right to you in terms of creating your work, um, in terms of the opportunities you are applying to, in terms of how you are scheduling the time to actually make your art. And also, you know, this can apply to other parts of your art career, like pricing. You know, I always say, like, I think that when it comes to pricing, it's really important to have a solid, consistent pricing strategy. But there's a level of pricing that is intuitive as well. You know, of course, you are going to want to have a or you're going to want to have your work at a price point that is in line with other artists of your sort of caliber who are at a similar experience level to you and who are creating art in a similar genre as you are. But there's still a level to pricing that is intuitive because it has to feel right to you. If it doesn't feel right to you, you're not going to promote your work. Um, and I've experienced this myself. So the the lesson here, uh, really what I want to impart on you today um, or sort of just share with you is take a moment to look at your creative practice, right? Your work as an artist, your work as a creative entrepreneur, and think about what parts of your practice are bringing you joy. What are you craving more of? 
you know, how might you slow down a little bit to identify those moments of joy throughout your day-to-day life? How could you possibly bring more joy into your creative, your creative work, right? And how might you be more intentional with how you spend your time, the kinds of opportunities you are submitting to, and essentially just the way that you are building and structuring your career as an artist? These are big questions, and it takes time to really reflect on this. You might not have these answers right away, but the more that you can integrate time to reflect on these questions, I think the stronger your work will be as a result. Because ultimately, whether you want to pursue a full-time career as an artist or a part-time career as an artist, or if you just want to make your work and not sell it and not not uh, exhibit it, right? That is fine too. Like it's so different for everyone. But whatever you decide, you want to do it with joy and you want to do it with intention. And you also want to make sure that it is sustainable for you. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much again from the bottom of my heart for tuning in to the New Visionary Podcast. I truly cannot wait to bring you the next season. It's going to be epic. I'm already counting down the days until we can release the first episode of the next season. But until then, I hope you have a lovely summer. I hope you have some time to rest and, you know, enjoy the process. (laughs) I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in and supporting our platform. To learn more about New Visionary Magazine, head over to visionaryartcollective.com magazine. You can order individual copies on Amazon or subscribe annually to digital issues. We also have opportunities to get featured in the magazine, so be sure to join our newsletter and follow us on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes or tag us on Instagram. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.